Hey, this is Natasha. And Natalia Starr. And, and you're listening <laughs> to Matt's Science Party Hour. And the On the Riotcast Network. Ratcoles.com. Perfect. <laughs> that how we got on the artwork? <laughs> Oh, hello, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined by a man who is completely nude from the waist down and is currently jacking his boner off while keeping a tiny mask over his pee hole. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, and I'm practicing safe distancing. Look at you. And transmitting to us from the stands of the Citizens Bank Park, the bearded booger eating cardboard cutout known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Rah, rah. Yeah, this week's show intro show intro is uh, co-sponsored by Uncle Google. <laughs> and is that are, how you came up? Uh, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yes. I'm stepping yeah. on you. Uh, and uh, we are joined once again by the godfather himself, Rob Sprance, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Happy to be here. I'm so glad that Jeff, uh, I, I finally get to look at him on camera and see that he really is playing with his boner. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of off-putting at first, but now I'm kind of into it. Yeah, you get used to it. That's true. At this point, I, I barely notice We were good it. buddies and hanging out more. I, uh, I would just send you these photos, but... I know, but those days are gone. But I didn't expect you to do so much crying during it. It's just, <laughs> just a little different. Oh. Are you mad that Kevin has essentially filled that void in my life and you're no longer getting these? I'm not mad. Shots? I'm actually glad. I'm glad that Kevin is taking <laughs> I was going to say, he's probably quite grateful. <laughs> I actually sold you. didn't want that honor? I sold you Kevin for $47 and uh, two edibles. <laughs> <laughs> that was the deal. It's a good deal, actually. Yeah. I know. I overpaid, but <laughs> what are you going to do? So, Rob, your show, The Hole, uh, is back from a hiatus? Yeah, I guess you could call it that. Or you could call it the, me deciding whether or not I ever wanted to do it again. <laughs> but, yes, I guess, uh, I guess it became a hiatus, yes. I, uh, I saw Riotcast, um, and I needed a break from everything. So I took about uh, – I just stopped for a while to take a break. It turned into a year. And, um, and now I'm back, and hopefully better than ever. I'm I'm rocking it. I'm into it, and I'm fired up about it, which is good. It's been a while since I've been fired up. Yeah, you guys so. have been going for it on the guest, the guest department. Yeah, that's the big one. Um, you know, look, I, I, we had two different types of shows that we did. Um, I, we used to do interview shows all the time, uh, celebrity interviews and stuff that I just thought was interesting. And we also used to just do goof-around shows. Um, and this time around, I'm focusing more on the interviews now. Um, you know, the goof-around stuff will still be there. But, you know, we're on a bit of a fucking guest roll, so I don't, don't want to, like, you know, derail it. We've had one good one after another. We had Tom Arnold on. We had Tommy Chong. And, you know, the, I want to I do that. I'm, I'm spending time talking to people I really dig, which is good. Yeah. Um, you know, Mr. PP unfortunately, can't do it uh, via video anyway. So, you know, you know, after a while, there's only so much. Of, I mean, what am I going to talk about with Chris Fortney after, you know, 300 you know what I mean? So, um, so we're changing it up, and um, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And that crackling is my problem, and I still haven't figured it out. So don't worry; it's not on your side. 
Yeah, I, I remember like that farting. when when, when Jeff is. and I were on on the hole. What happened? Yeah, when Jeff and I were on the hole, I remember hearing that your occasional mic farts. Yeah, it happens. I can't figure out oh. what I've torn the whole place apart. What? Nothing. Yeah, Shuddy wants to yeah. bitch. That, yeah, you gotta understand. I I work with fucking children. I I do. Like, how come we didn't get mentioned in your tweet? Oh, what the fuck? I don't exist. It's like, my (laughs) God, constant fucking pats on the head. Wait, I want to know, what do you, what do you, you're upset that you weren't invited on the show? I'm not upset. I was going to make a joke and I bailed on it, but that's not how it happened. Disappointed. (laughs) Right. No, that's not how it happened. I invited Kevin on and Jeff was just fucking trolling in the chat. That's wild. That's okay. why I pulled off because I remember how that went down. Mm-hmm. That's yep. I I remember how it went down. That's why I pulled up. Mm-hmm. I tried yeah. to pull out of it. You see, yeah, this definitely. is what I have to deal with, Rob. I would I would actually suck Danny DeVito's dick if I could get a one year break from podcasting. <laughs> take it, dude. Just take it, and you know what happens? You wake up and you go, ah, you know what am I gonna do? I'm gonna play video games tonight. All right, no problem. I'm gonna do that. So, uh, you know, after, uh, after, Hold about- on. can we take a vote on Rob's advice? Cause I thought that was horrible, which yeah, I do I not, like I, I do not want to take a one year break. Oh. Well, you have nothing else going on in your life though. That's, that's the reason. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. We can't take a one year break. <laughs> you should see what Jeff's that. been like with, with still having this. If you take this away in this time of crisis, who knows what he's going to yeah. be the next I, Unabomber. You know what I would love? He's my support system. What would be great, Kevin, is if you gave over the reins to Jeff for one calendar year, you made it a point to not pay attention to anything, and then one year later, listen to what the show has become. Oh, my God. Since- <laughs> it wouldn't take a year. It would not take that long. Well, you yeah. guys don't want to talk about baseball betting? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. Jeff would just somehow I find a way to get canceled from the inter- internet. Like- what? Jeff would find a way to get fired from the internet. <laughs> right. He would be the one. Him and, like, you know, he would be on the same list as, like, Anonymous and Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Like, of the, of the people people are trying to track down and shut him down. Yeah, or, or I come out of my hole a year later, and uh, I find that Mad Scientist Party Hour is now a part of, like, the, uh, the InfoWars network. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did think it was a little strange that in your scenario, you actually go into a hole. Like you could just not listen. Like you don't have to like actually put put yourself in a hole for a year. I kind of want to see what it's like being in a hole for a year. <laughs> kind of think it sucks after about twenty four hours. Quarantine's rough, man. It's been a long time since I've been in a hole. How's the Wi Fi in this hole? <laughs> <Is that any> <laughs> <good>? <laughs> well, speaking of uh, video games, uh, I know you were at least when we used to do each other's shows more often. You were kind of a gamer. Do you play games at all, or is that kind of Gone out the no, window. I do. I do. I'm all, that's actually one of the things I enjoyed the most when I wasn't doing the show. I, I played more. But I'll tell you what, I am like all in on virtual reality now. Um, like all in on it. I have the Oculus Rift S. I have a, I bought like a $2,000 PC. No shit. Fucking thing, fucking thing runs on like gasoline. And, uh, and like it's just awesome. Like it's one of those things that if you don't, if you don't put the head, you know, until you put it on and experience it yourself, you have no idea like how awesome it is. Like all of those games that I play, now I'm in the fucking game. And it's crazy, especially like you get a little extra baked and you put the headset on and next thing you know, like you're somewhere else. It's really, really cool. Yeah, but I still that, um... play like I'm in the middle of Last of Us Two. I bought Ghost of uh, Tsushima, which I really want to play. Oh man, Just I've been fun. balls deep in that 
all weekend. It looks so good, dude. It looks so good. And uh, uh, Richie Castellano, um, you know, another uh, ex uh, Riot caster, um, you know, he's playing Ghost of Tsushima and he keeps texting me like, dude, you got to get in the game. It's fucking it. insane. I couldn't, I couldn't pull myself away from it this weekend. Yeah, it looks really good. But I mean, again, it's just a little hard for me after experiencing like Half Life Alex in virtual reality. To go back and play like a, a pancake flat game, it's just not the same. And I, you know, once you play it, you'll get it. It's just unreal how See, I different did, of a world. I did a uh, a demo at Comic Con a couple of years ago. I played a demo for a Resident Evil game in VR, mm-hmm. and I had done. I dropped acid the day before, so <laughs> my brain was still a little fuzzy. By the way, I don't recommend dropping acid at Comic Con, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. No, I don't know. It actually sounds kind of cool. Would it bug you out too much, or a little bit? I held it together, but I was, you know, it's it's pretty hot in late July in San Diego, and when everybody's all packed in, you got a bunch of fucking fat, sweaty nerds all right. mashed in, and like it just gets hot. And when you're tripping, I think your body gets even hotter. So mm-hmm. I looked like I had just climbed out of a pool. My clothes were completely <laughs> soaked through and just glued to my body. I was like, dude, my shirt pretended to be Aquaman. <laughs> oh, dude, I was I was just wearing a white t-shirt and it was paper macheed to me, and my hair oh, was wow. all wet and dripping, and I looked like Hunter S. Thompson in Fear and Loathing <laughs> in Las Vegas. I, my jaw was wiggling. I was like, hey, hey, hey. guys, seen uh, Batman around here? It was- <laughs> I still have never taken acid. I want to take it though. Just don't know at this age, like if I'm gonna just have a fucking heart attack and die if I take it. Mm. I think it'll be all right. Yeah, just I don't think a shot. heart attack is in the cards. Yeah, and I don't know have a I don't have an acid guy either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thankfully, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't know if I want to have an acid guy. Come out and visit. I can hook you up. Yeah. Well, did they? You could just throw it in the mail. Okay. But I, I tried that uh, that Resident Evil virtual reality. Just like a quick demo, and that was that was really cool. Yeah, the Resident Evil one was really scary. Um, that was for uh, what? That was for PlayStation, right? Yeah. Res- yeah, yeah. No, that was really cool. It was really cool. But uh, the one thing about that is you're using a regular controller, whereas you know the, the games where you're actually really literally moving your hands with a gun, and you gotta like they have a lot of Call of Duty type fucking games. I'm sitting there trying to. Like reload my magazine while some dude's fucking coming at me. It's it's intense, man. It's fun. What are the games that you can get on VR? You can't you can't get Last of Us too, right? No, well that's not a game really designed for it. Um, so you can't. I mean, it's not the one game that you're probably really familiar with that I play in VR is Skyrim, which is wild. Like to be inside Skyrim after playing it, you know, years ago. It's, it's pretty cool. I'll Google it. You never. You oh, never do, they do, do they do Madden VR? What about gay hmm? porn? Did I got that? <laughs> they do. They do have that. That would be perfect for you. I want to be Madden? in the middle of a twelve-man orgy. You see, Wait, are you guys talking about Madden or gay porn? <laughs> I mean, what's the difference? Madden and gay porn is pretty much the same. The only difference between the two is that there's more kids playing Madden. As a football fan yourself, you should be ashamed for saying those sort of things. You make me sick. Really? You know, have you noticed that Jeff has been really, really like aggressively angry as of late, ever since COVID? Like he he's fucking trolling. Like I'll post something and he'll like call me a pussy, like in the troll. 
I get, I'm in the middle of like an argument. With yes, five. we have noticed that. Yeah, I'm in yeah. the middle of an argument on Facebook with like five people. <laughs> yes. Like, you're a pussy. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, this is not the time. I'm like so agitated as it is. And he's like, you're a pussy. I'm like, you really want to play with me right now? Like, it's just not a good <laughs> It sounds like the perfect time, actually. That's what I'm going for. I, I think I responded to Jeff. I'm like, this is not going to go well for you right now. It's <laughs> just not. Like, so, Jeff, well, so far it's went all right for me. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff I, has. I guess, I guess your blood gets a little boiling, and you get a little excited. But Jeff's got one good. interest, and that bored. interest got taken away by COVID, and it has just been a continuing downward spiral. Like we're just grateful okay. that that schools are closed, so Jeff can't go shoot them up. Yeah, <laughs> it's not you know. There's not much of a difference between you know he and he's he idolized the guy too. So you know Jeff and Kanye Kanye West are on a very similar path. To, <laughs> I don't have any meds to take. And yeah, neither I'm does Kanye. He's $1.3 billion behind him. I like that he says you don't have any meds to take. That's part of the problem. <laughs> you need meds. Mm, I don't know. I don't really have health insurance, so I can't get any meds. How much of Jeff, how much of the angry Jeff do you think is, is he putting it on versus he's actually like that? Because he definitely is more angry, and I love Jeff. I think it is 93% a put on. I don't know about ninety three. I do because I Frankie. generally have normally have very decent conversations with Jeff outside of the show, and then then it's like uh, Mister Hyde comes out and he's the trolliest troll in the world. Yeah, <laughs> well, I just picture him like on the fucking toilet, just tapping on the glass, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll just run across like your tweets or Facebook, and it's just hilarious because I feel like you got a pretty diverse group of friends and Facebook <laughs> homies, so it's just fertile trolling ground. Yeah, it <laughs> really right. is, and they are all buffoons. So you're right; it is. It is. Yeah, I mean, I can I can hit Franco and some fucking. St- 55-year-old Republican in the same comment section. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's very, it's very, I mean, <laughs> yep. doesn't this, isn't this starting to make sense? No, nothing about you makes sense. But that's, uh, that's, that's right. going to wrap. Let, let me tell you something. Jeff did such great work with Ryan Kett's social media. He was fucking awesome. Like, he, he took that shit over. I never had to worry about it. Like, shit was just happening automatically. It was great. It was, it was, it was awesome. Like, he's good at what he does. I, I just don't understand, like, you know, how, you know, being mentally unstable that he holds a job, but he's really good. Well, at what, well he I'm doesn't have typically. one soon. So yeah. <laughs> right, right now I have two, but it'll it'll drop to, to one and maybe even less if sports doesn't go well. So thoughts and prayers for Jeff Clark, you know. <laughs> well, and I guess we should address um the the elephant in the room that we are we are also no longer on the Riotcast network. I mean the Riotcast yeah. network oh. is completely defunct anyway. The the website's gone yeah. and all that, but yeah, yeah we I are about to have my moment. MSPH is officially networkless. Yeah, uh, it was a little sad. I wasn't um, I wasn't thrilled with the way a lot of the shows that I brought on. Just kind of were unceremoniously, I wouldn't say dropped, but, you know, just kind of not treated well. I would they, say dropped. They tried to get, form a meeting with us and never, and would, they just wouldn't respond. And then one day, Puminati's like, why aren't you guys on the website anymore? That's yeah. how we found out. <laughs> well, 
he said he said he wanted to do like a he said he wanted to do like a conference call and i was like yeah cool uh what do you want to talk about he's like well i got some really exciting news i was like yeah great what is that (laughs) i was like great what is that and then he just never responded i was like okay cool the new the great news is is you are now officially a candidate to join any network the world is your oyster (laughs) exactly but yeah it's funny because um, in my case specifically, like, I, you know, I had a contract pretty quick and, you know, I, I never signed a contract with myself. So like, I never thought like I needed to have one. Uh, so I just thought it would naturally just stay that way. Um, but then when I saw a contract, I was like, well, this is weird. Like, and, you know, at the time, I didn't know I was going to do a show every week. I didn't know what it was going to be. Um, it almost, you know what? It almost fired me up, too. You know, and, um, you know, Bobby is, you know, he doesn't run the day to day. He's not part of any of that stuff. You know, he's still partner, but he doesn't get involved in that in the business shit. And, you know, he's he's one of my closest friends and I love him. And, um, you know, he's the he's the one attachment to it that I have. Um, but it, it was weird to be like, do I want to sign a contract with the network that I started? Like, it's such a weird <laughs> Weird thing, and I'm reading this, and I'm like, Jesus, this is way worse than any contract I ever wrote for, for my shows, you know. Um, but you know what? Look, you, that is true. We can go anywhere we want. Maybe we can all go together, um, or maybe we just see what it's like flying solo. And you know, I don't know. Like, it's weird because one of the benefits of of a network, it's not like it was when we first started this stuff. You know, Kevin was the first person I called. I had a show and I called Kevin and I was like, dude, you want to start a network? He's like, yeah. Like, I never thought it would be anything like what it became. I did in, I never planned it to be that way. I never was in it for the money. I never thought about money. And maybe that's part of the reason why it could have even gone farther than it did. Um, but, you know, with when it becomes a business, you get a lot of grief. But you're not going to turn down the opportunity to get Florentine. You're not going to turn down the opportunity to get... Uh, Nick DiPaolo, and you're not going to turn down Jim Norton or any of these people because it's like, holy shit. Um, but now, the way podcasting is, they're throwing millions of dollars at Joe Rogan. They're throwing millions of dollars. I don't. I can't compete with that. I wasn't going to be able to compete with it. So I decided it was probably a good time, and there was a lot of stress, and I was very tired. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk away from this now. Um, and you know, now I'm focusing only on my show and not 20 others before me. And I see the difference just in, you know, guests I'm getting now, I would have given off to better shows, bigger shows. Let's put it that way. Um, but now I have my numbers are getting close to those. So I'm enjoying it while I'm while it lasts. But, yeah, we don't have a home. We should start our own Puminati network. <laughs> you should do it. <laughs> I'm going to nominate Jeff to be CEO of the network. Welcome I to the pool hall, bitches. <laughs> don't worry. My contracts are going to be super friendly. <laughs> Super player friendly. Don't worry. Just a fucking fist bump. That's it. <laughs> I mean, but how do you feel about it, Kevin? Do you feel like you're you're kind of free to do whatever you want, and that you know, or or are you bummed about it? Um, my only bummer is is we have almost ten years worth of guest IDs saying you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast yeah. Network. And, and a lot of no, because a lot of people just string the sentence along. So if you stop it right afterwards, it's a really awkward edit. So imagine me having two 
Glory Hole and Riot King. Oh, I got some Glory Hole ones too. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, but I mean like the the show was Glory Hole. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, cuz you changed the so name from the Glory Hole to the Hole. To the Glory Hole on the Riot Cast Network and I was just like there's like nothing there. I feel like overdubbing the voice like it's a goof. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but back yeah. on the show didn't suck, right? Yeah, yeah, but the show sucks now. <laughs> yeah, but, by the way, that's um Shuddy was asking me about that before. We even have t-shirts now. This one said this show sucks now. Um, we were doing like all of these ridiculous stunts and stuff. And then all of a sudden I did a string of interviews. I had Sam Levine and I had phase on love. And I, you know, I started getting all of these interviews. And I was like, man, I really love how this is going. And so some fucking dude just tweets me show sucks now. Like he just tweeted. So we say that now to this day. And that's kind it was of actually one of my burner accounts. <laughs> yeah, it was Jeff. But at the time that happened, you still worked in my office, Jeff. You were still, uh, you were still working there, or you know, with your dreams of aspirations of being an online poker player for the rest of your life. You were getting old. <laughs> your timeline is all fucked up. No, that's right. You that's- didn't start the podcast with me working with you, dumbass. Oh yeah. So how did I connect you with Kevin, dumbass? Because we were already a network, and Kevin already had a show. Oh, cell phones. Email, you fucking moron. What are you talking about? Does this get, you not get this? So let me, you, cell phones and email. So we didn't we stay podcast. When you worked there, you still worked there at the time. We were friends. Well, we communicated via that's, text message. Mistake number one. <laughs> yeah, hey, do you still want okay, Jeff to, uh, do you still want Jeff to, to be the CEO of the new network? <laughs> I do, I do, because just chaos. <laughs> Just nothing no, be- this is pretty simple. So we were friends, right? We communicated via email or text message. And then because I can no longer pay my queen's apartment bills, I moved to upstate New York. I couldn't be on the podcast. You told me about it. I told you I was moving to California. When I moved to California, you connected me with Kevin. We never, I never worked with you at, at the other company. I don't want to say it, whatever. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're defunct too. I didn't even. I actually didn't think you. I actually didn't think you worked there when you started the podcast network. I wasn't even aware of that. No, I did. I did. All right. Did. And yes, I am old. You're right. I'm not, and I have to, I took an edible before we started, so you're gonna have to give me. Well, a well I just got to correct you on your Jeff Clark and Rob Sprint's timeline. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not accurate. Jeff Clark diary. And, <laughs> and and I'm trying to keep and solidify my spot as the future CEO of our network. I think that he did Jeff. He did Jeff Rob, Kevin. He did. He Jeffed me. No, yeah, I did. Uh, all right. If Shuddy oh. insists, hold on. Oh, we, this is coming out again. See, we don't we don't get to fire this button very often, so it takes me a while to find it. You just been Jeff, fucking pussy. <laughs> Keep it handy, Kevin. Cause that we're gonna be playing that again. Yeah, probably not. Oh, yeah, no, we are. Outlook we, not we, so we, good. We need to. I'm getting but, the biggest argument win of my entire fucking life. I'm, I'm claiming it. I'm claiming it on this podcast. This? What no, are you no, about? no. Something upcoming. No, no, no. Not this. We're oh. not arguing, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He's like so fucking cranky all the time. Yeah, Jeff's it's a little sad. backed up. When was the last time you had sex with a with a woman? Oh, a human woman. October. 2019 October 2019 all right that's that's yeah. a while man I get it I get why I, you're, you're back it's going to be much longer so don't get fucking uh, oh, I know it is <laughs> yeah 
You better get used to the grumpiness. It's coming. Yeah, they, they better not open schools in September. <laughs> yeah, it's that backed up incel rage. It's coming. So, and what and uh this girl you had sex with, what what forest is she in the garbage bag in currently? <laughs> Where's uh, she buried? Westminster. No for no forest actually. But yeah, to to answer your question, Rob, uh I mostly feel no different. It was I wasn't comfortable sacrificing uh you know, when we were a riot cast, you know, it was just we're a network of homies. We're all aggregated on the website. We run promos from time to time. Mm-hmm. But I, I wasn't too keen on the idea of our content being owned or shares of our Patreon that we work very, very hard on being taken away from us and future merch sales and all that stuff. That's the stuff I was not comfortable with for I what I saw I- would be like no return. Yeah, and I don't know if any network can give you a return that makes it worth it at this point. And yeah. it's not, you know, it's not specific to look, the the laugh button guys are good guys. I I, I they really are. And um I wouldn't have sold it to them at all if I didn't think that they didn't love, you know, podcasting and comedy. I didn't, you know, there was a good chance that the name Riotcast was going to be shut down. There was a good chance that that was going to happen. I never asked the question, maybe because I didn't want to know the answer because I figured that would be the case. I frankly love that name. I thought I thought it was a better name than what it is now, but they they already had the name. So, um, you know, um, you know, I it's it's weird because it was bittersweet. Um, I think now I can reflect on it a little more and with a little more uh, emotion than I was able to when I was just like I needed to just get out. Um, but now that I can look back on it, you know, there are some things that, you know, it was sad to go to riotcast.com one day and all of a sudden it just wasn't fucking there. Um, so, you know, that's part, that's part of the risk you take when you sell something. They don't buy it because they want to keep what you did. They buy it because they want it to make it what they think is going to be best. And they just added Lewis Black, which is I'm a fucking huge fan of Lewis Black. It was an awesome move. Um, and, and I really do wish them the best. And I, like I said, I love Bobby to death, um, but I didn't think it was it made any sense for me. The only thing, you know, I can still use the Riotcast studio, but who's going to ever use that studio at this point? Who's coming up to a studio in the next two years? No one. It's hard enough, you know, to get guests to come to a studio, period, you know, especially anyone of any kind of name. So, you know, it actually helps that this little four square thing that we're looking at every single, and by the way, my show did this before fucking anybody <laughs> I had the four squares on people used to make fun of it and call the Brady bunch. Now you watch Jimmy Fallon and it looks like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so look, it's uh, everybody's used to seeing content like this now. And the fact that we don't have to have somebody come to the stu- Tommy Chong's not coming to the studio to talk to me. Yeah. I actually Tommy tried Chong- booking um, Tommy Chong on MSPH years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, to do an in-person thing. And it was, God, it was so fucking close. So close. Yeah. And everything fell through at the last minute. And then I, I, I kept following up and felt bad, so I just backed off. But, like, uh, we kind of noticed, you know, we, we went through a phase where we were getting a lot of guests and then trailed off for a minute and it became, you know, us goofing off. And, you know, we learned a lot of goofy things that still our threads going on to this day, like Shuddy eating his boogers and shit. And I think that we hit a stride with that. And then once we started booking guests again, I would look at the numbers and less people downloaded the guest shows. And I was like, well, what the fuck am I I doing? Why am I breaking my back 
wasting all this time, stressing out, getting people in. It's a pain in the ass. And then I, I feel all like anxious. It's like, oh man, I just tricked fucking James Gunn to come into my shitty apartment and fucking Hollywood. <laughs> but you, know, you didn't trick him though, because he did look, you know what? This is the, the way that I look, you know, who at was it? bummed out though. Sorry to cut you off, but, um, I get the feeling while he was an awesome guest and super nice dude, I get the, the feeling Curtis Armstrong, who was Booger in Revenge of the Nerds, right, yeah. when he came on the show, I think I saw the look in his face like, I didn't know I was going to a shitty one-bedroom apartment for this. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. And, and you know what? When we used to do the show uh, in a place that Jeff and I worked in, which Bobby called the slaughterhouse, but it was like a print shop. Oh, yeah. I was there a couple of times. I was there for a few shows. And I had that feeling all the time when they walked in. Like, you know, I would think, and I think it is more in my head than theirs. Also, podcasting when we started was considered a fucking joke. You yeah. know, like it wasn't considered like this big thing. Now it is. So when you say podcast, people understand it gets done in apartments. It gets done in weird places. It's not about that. Yeah. But, but you know, at the time, dude, like I trying to think of what guests like Sam Levine was awesome when he came on and it was when we really first started but you could tell like he was like why am I why am I here like you know he even said it at one point I think I think like <laughs> as soon as we started he's like and I instantly regret this but you know, um he, I think he was like the first Steve Banos and him were the first guests of any kind of uh notoriety that we had on and I actually want to ask Sam to come back but I, I bet you he won't even now <laughs> even so but, you know, like I can't um, those people are not coming to a studio. I'm not I was not getting two hours with Tom Arnold if I'm in Manhattan. It's just never happened now. You know, instead, I had him. He just sat there. He was already fucking home. You know, every, thankfully, everyone. How much time you got? Eh, I'll, I'll keep hanging all of them. And I, I love it. But I'm, I'm treating it differently now. It's not I don't get the guests because I want more downloads i don't care about that shit anymore it's act, it, it's doing better now than it ever has thankfully but i get to guess because hey wow i get to fucking talk to this person that like tommy chong man i grew up on his movies and i get to ask tommy chong about his movies for now you know and and change and that's to me that's that's worth it that's just worth it right there if one person downloaded it or thirty thousand people download it I don't care. I just talked to Tommy Chong for an hour. And that has always been the mindset that I had with doing podcasting is they do it for me. They do it a show that I have fun doing. And you guys do the same fucking thing. Whoever Damn comes, right. Whoever wants to check it out, check it out. If you don't want to, you don't want to. But you know what? Every week we have a good time. That's all that mattered. And that's always what matters to me. That's probably one of the biggest reasons why I walked away from Riotcast because it didn't be it wasn't that anymore. It was always yeah. about where's my ads? Where's my money? Where's the ads? Where's my money? I don't get enough ads. This guy gets ads. I don't get ads. How come this guy doesn't do my show? I yeah, sorry about that, man. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have time for it. I, I just I didn't have time for it, but when I tell you I woke up and it was a completely different thing than I thought it was gonna be, in a good way at first, for sure. I, I'm not kidding. I didn't say I want to have a 20 show network and get these big names on. It just fucking happened. And then all of a sudden you look back and go, holy shit, how did I get there? And why am I doing accounting for, you know, 10 hours a week? You know, you know, yeah. you know 10 hours a month, rather. I feel yeah. like the like networks now basically exist because celebrities are now trying to do it. Like, it's not enough that they get paid, you know, millions of dollars to be in movies 
they all, they also have to monopolize the podcasting game too. Yeah. So like, I mean, I, I, I like the dude. I've met him a couple of times and he's, he's awesome. And I'm a fan of his, but like Dax Shepard, like mm-hmm. makes tons of movies, directs them. And then he's just like, you know what? I'm going to take a stab at podcasting. And then he's fucking massive. And yeah. like, I feel like people like that because, you know, I'm, I'm a radio nerd. I've been in radio for almost 15 years now, so I can handle most of the technical stuff. Every now and then I got to shoot a text to the Godfather for an SOS and he bails oh, yeah. my ass out. But like most of the shit I can handle. I don't need an editor to, you know, chop the show up, move the Easter egg around, put the end theme in, metadata tag it, all that shit, upload it. I can handle all that shit. These people need that. They need a network who's like, okay, you do the content, we'll handle everything else. We'll get you the equipment, we'll handle the editing, the posting, you sit back and relax. Yeah, but that's, you know what, that works in the beginning. Okay, because look at how many shows that when I brought them on, that's what I offered. Because I couldn't offer you, I can't offer you $50,000. I can't give you $2,000 an episode. I can't do that. What I can do is tell you, all you have to do is press this button, talk, send it to me. It'll get up there. It'll be done. Everybody will know about it. It'll be promoted. And you just talk, and that's all you do. And any advertising you get, and I can say what it is now because it's, 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 it was an 80-20 split. The shows were getting 80% of the money. Rycast took 20%. It's nothing. It's unsustainable if you think <laughs> of it as a business. Yeah. But that's we should have been 85-15, Kevin. You did bad negotiating on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like the, no, actually, Kevin's was better, I think. I don't even know. Actually, we, did we even, it was probably the same for everybody. But uh, um, no, I, think, I think it was. But the, pro- the problem that I ran into was is that, you know, that – that 80-20 split was what I used to get people to join because nobody knew who the fuck I was. You know, like I can't say 50-50 split because someone else will give them, will take less. So I had to go aggressive to build it, you know? Yeah. So, so you know, it's, look, it's, um, it's just something that I don't think, um, I don't think any network's going to be able to hold shows as they get big. Look at all these shows on Rycast that got big and left, and it's no fault of theirs. Jim Florentine, who is one of the sweetest people I've ever met, such a good fucking dude, went to Barstool Sports because they offered him money right out of the... Here, here's money to do a show. He went to Barstool, and it's a way bigger notoriety, and it could grow. Once they hit a plateau, I was not able to get them to the next level because I'm one guy running a fucking 20-person network. I yeah. can't do it. I just couldn't do it. So this was going to keep happening. And that's why I think the laugh button guys are at least in better position because they have a team of people. Um, so, you know, they have people just to handle advertising and all of this stuff. But I don't know. This is uh, that that's where I was. And that's where my head was at, where I wanted to move, move on from it. And this but, is where we are now. And we're going to keep slinging dick and fart jokes. Yeah. So no right. worries, friends. I know yeah, we had a lot of people being too serious for this show. <laughs> we had a lot yeah, of people hit us up. That makes us happy, like you said, and that's the most important part. And, you know, it's great all the guests that you bring on and you fucking kill it with the interviews. But, you know, bringing on guests would do two things that would A, um, be me talking less and B, me hearing myself talk less. And I am not down for that. And what are the negative parts of it? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, we I, need haven't, I haven't thought about that. 
Well, you uh, know what? That, look, you, you know what? Know. That's an interesting story, Tommy Chong. But uh, I gotta tell you guys about my butt cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I could loop him into baking with Jeffy Cakes. He'd be into that. Oh, that's true. Oh, we did have Doug Benson on for episode 420. And oh, nice. Yeah, he's, did he's awesome. Multiple he baking me. with Jeffy Cakes. Yeah. That was such a fun show. Shuddy Boy got so stoned, he forgot that you have to talk into a microphone on podcasts. So <laughs> he's basically like the ghost of Christmas past on that episode. Like every 30 minutes, you'll hear Shuddy Boy in the distance, like, Hey, man, that wine time, Shuddy, Shuddy, Shuddy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel but, like when uh, we have guests, it doesn't go horribly. I wouldn't mind come having some guests. Well, we'll see. But for now, what do you say we play a game? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm talking about. Let's do it. Letterbox D. Letterbox D. It's Letterbox D. The D stands for dicks. It's the Letterbox D game. Fucking hate so, this game. <laughs> yeah, Jeff is horrible at it. So, okay. Rob, real quick, the Letterbox D game. There's this app called Letterboxd, and it's like mm-hmm. a social media app for logging and reviewing movies and stuff. Okay. And I got big into it and went to promote it on the podcast and called it Letterboxd. And when mm-hmm. I went to bed that night, like I shot up out of bed and I was like, oh, it's fucking Letterboxd. I went and called it Letterboxd, so we just committed to it. <laughs> so there's, it's, it's a little IMDB-ish. Okay. But they have a weird algorithm we've noticed, and a listener hit us up saying that they think it might be the amount of lists that a movie is on. So you can make lists like favorite movies, shit movies, movies to watch when you're stoned, blah, 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 blah. And I guess they calculate how many lists a movie gets put on, and that's how they rank them. So you you can click an actor, and it'll list all of their films in like descending order of popularity. Okay. But it's it's a weird, weird algorithm, and it's okay. it's tough to get a pinpoint on. So I throw an actor out. Oh fuck! Hold on, I got COVID. Man, <laughs> <laughs> scandemic. Pardon COVID me. Crap. So I'll throw an actor out, and we okay. go around the room, and you have to pick a movie. What you think their most popular movie is? You can't double okay. up, so you can't say a movie that somebody else previously guessed. And so I have to, I have to, I have to think like a dumb American and not like a film buff. Kind of. Yes. Sometimes exactly. the answer makes sense. Sometimes I'm gonna do that. It's a I'm weird cult movie that somehow got in their top, their top three. Gotcha. So you get points for the top three. Obviously, the higher up, the more points you get. And since you're our guest, Rob, okay. I will give you the first crack okay. at Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. What do you okay. think is a movie that would land in his top three on Letterbox D? The obvious one that jumps out, but I'm not going to say it out loud. Let me think for a second. So, so it's the one. That, so because of the algorithm, algorithm would be the one that most people added to their list. Okay, supposedly, but also, Rob. Hmm. It's any movie that has them in it. I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, even um, if it's a quick cameo, it counts. Okay. Algorithms are for pussies. I mean, I'm gonna go with knocked up. Um, I'm gonna go with knocked up. Okay, what a rookie. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh well, man. just wait till you can you can clown Jeff after his answer. Okay, we have yeah. to make a you've been robbed button. Half the time. Freaks and Geeks episode two. <laughs> oh, was he in I Splash? On that. Come on. All right, Jeff. What's your guess for Seth Rogen? I'm going fifty-fifty. 
It's a good call. Weird. I like it. It's actually it's off the wall. Maybe my second or third favorite Seth Rogen movie. I really like that. But you do realize that the algorithm doesn't factor in Jeff Jeff Clark's personal preferences. <laughs> do you realize that for like the first like two times we did this game, I went with the most common sense answers and was always wrong? All right, fair enough. Shuddy, what's your answer? Super bad. That's a good one. It's a, you know what? Yeah, it's very small cameo, but good point. Good one. So coming in in 20th on Seth Rogen's movies is actually knocked up. Oh. Wow, the last one. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You can't, can you name 19 other Seth Rogen movies? No. Can you? No. I, I, it was, I was torn between that and Pineapple Express. That was the other one I was going to go with. Uh, coming favorite? in at 13th mm. is the Jeff Clark classic 50-50. 50? All right. Bullshit. Coming in at number three is super bad. Wow. No matter what position you put Shuddy in, he's going to get a point. Good call. Now, what the hell would be number one? Number two is the disaster artist. Oh, my God. Wow. And get ready for this. Number one, which I think might be his first movie, is Donnie Darko. Oh, come on. I guess. Well, I didn't even know he was in Donnie Darko. That's a cult movie. That's a good point. Yep. So I'm saying, I did not even know know he was in Donnie Darko. I've seen it once and hated it. This game is like fucking horse betting. You might as well just pick your favorite name. Whatever. Well, well, whenever I go to the racetrack, I go early and I watch the horses. And whenever one takes a big shit beforehand, I always bet on that because I know (laughs) if I take a big shit, I I can run a lot. You move better. Yeah, I can move better. (laughs) Yeah, you have that turd weight weighing you down. Damn, Rob, we need to go to the track together. It doesn't work, Jeff. <laughs> what I like to do that. <laughs> All right, well, I thought you had a legit handicap there. Nope, nope. All right, Jeff, you're kicking us off this round with the great Jack Nicholson. I'm going to go with Batman. Interesting. All right. Shuddy? The Shining. What a pussy. I knew you would say that. Unbelievable. I you I was gonna go with Batman. You, you, uh, oh if I fucking I knew the guy that always gets a right answer would say that. Um let's go. I'm gonna go fucking off the wall. Terms of endearment. I was actually gonna say that. Nice, <laughs> nice dude. <laughs> you won an Oscar for that, right? I think so, yeah. Best supporter. It gets would have been my second guess. Okay. Coming in at number 15, mm. Terms of Endearment. <laughs> I'm always last. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> coming in at number five mm. is Batman. Wow. Arguably the worst of the Jack Nicholson movies. Where's oh, I Chinatown? love that movie. Chinatown. Chinatown's four. Uh, and then that takes us to the top three. Number three is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That was going to be my other guess. See, but now I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of something weird. That's the problem. You got it. You're in my head. Number two, which I thought easily would have been Jeff's pick, The Departed. Yeah, yeah I should have. I wanted to say it. God damn it. <laughs> I, I love this game. Anyways, just to see 
Jeff get all flustered. Yeah. <laughs> I take this shit seriously, and I and always the number one answer. The number one answer. Mars attacks. Come on. I'm kidding. It's The Shining. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna be so. So wait. but I believed you, and that's that's the we, point. Uh, we all did. All right, so I'm going back now. I'm going back to my original thought. I'm just gonna think of the movie that I think is biggest. It's not because Charlie McDiarmid. I was like now starting to think of what was off the wall that he was in that might have got. And I and you know what? What's the the site itself is probably mostly younger people that are using it too. So I have to keep that in mind too. Oh, if you play this game long enough, you're not going to feel comfortable, or you're not going to actually believe that. There is no rhyme or reason to this nonsense. It's really weird. It's really fucking weird. And I know some people use the desktop version. I just use it on the app. So I think the app and the desktop show different results. Oh, okay. So, yeah, these are just the results from the app. But, um, Shuddy, you get to kick us off on Matthew McConaughey, hey, hey. Matthew McConaughey. Dazed and confused. Fuck, that's my answer. <laughs> that's a good one, too. Um, uh, let me think. It's funny. I don't know that many Matthew McConaughey movies. I want to go with Contact. Contact? Mm-hmm. All right. It's my favorite mushroom movie. Can we can we park here and talk about aliens, or is not not the time? Let's or do it after. The, yeah, let's wait until after the game. <laughs> oh, contact. Going off. Since he took my days to confuse, I got to come up with something. I'll go with another alien one. Interstellar. Good one. All right. So let me. Days to confuse is a good one. That's a good one. Coming in at number eleven is Contact. <laughs> wow, not bad. Yeah. yeah it, Wolf of Wall Street. It finished ahead of Magic Mike. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street. I'm at... And coming in at number four. Mm. Dazed and Confused. Uh-oh. So Jeff's in the points. Nah, I don't Maybe. Know. Be me. I'm getting excited. Number three. Dallas Buyers Club. All right, number two, Wolf of Wall Street. Ah, see? Love that movie. And coming in at number one for McConaughey, hey, 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 is Interstellar. Motherfuck. I'm telling you, aliens, they're all the rage. Let's talk about them. (laughs) Come on. All right, let's play the game. Let's play the game. All right, come on. So I've gotten the worst answer on every one so far. Yes. I want to point that out. You are okay. shockingly consistent, Rob. So I need to now pull a, a win. Otherwise, it's just complete and total embarrassment. Yeah. No one will listen to my interviews because I'm a moron. <laughs> well, you get first crack at this crop, Rob. Uh, okay. The stakes are high. <laughs> Choose wisely. For the actor, Keanu Reeves. John Wick. Oh, Keanu. I'm going John Wick. John Wick. Okay. Jeff? We got love. We got sports. We got redemption. I'm going replacements. We're going I'm going replacements. <laughs> All right. Jeff uh, is clearly playing to win. The Matrix. Yeah. Overrated. Yeah, but 
Keep I'm just mind. kidding. I'm just kidding. I love I that movie. Like a dumb American. And <laughs> no offense, Shotty, but I'm just saying that's probably what the, I, w- I would be surprised. It's too bad Whoa. Kenny can't play. Don't take any shots at American on this podcast. Uh, what was your guess again, Jeff? The replacements. the replacements. Replacements, yeah. That, yeah, that didn't even show up. Oh, shit. Um, in, Can I do in, speed? That was going to be my other guess. No, you can't. Just I'll throw in answers if, after I'm wrong. <laughs> you must have been greater than SAT. A, no, B. Okay, C. All right, so it didn't even make the top 20. Speed came in at number oh. 10. Uh, the top three for Keanu. Number three is a tricky one. It's not only a, it's a smaller part and it's a voice in uh, Toy Story 4. Okay. Number two is John Wick. Ah, oh, so close. That means fucking shutty And yeah, number one, his number one movie is The Matrix. Shutty went chalk like a chicken shit pussy. Go figure. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Shuddy wins again. Shuddy is the right. reign, reigning supreme in the letterbox D game, except for the one time when we did an extra bonus round that was worth a million points, and Jeff somehow got higher than Shuddy on that. Yeah, yeah I, ger- I gerrymandered a win there. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, I know you've been chomping at the bits to talk about aliens, and you even texted myself and Shuddy threatening to flex on us. Which confused me. What? No, that wasn't that wasn't what I meant to text you. What do you mean? Didn't you say like I can't wait for my victory lap? Wait. I wanted you guys to join me on this. I'm not trying to flex on you guys at all. Oh, so wait. you guys aren't. He's like all in on aliens. Like what's going on here? Jeff. Okay. Explain. So I've had a convert. I've had an argument now for 15, 20 years. I've taken ridicule on this take. Had countless arguments about the existence of aliens and whether or not the government knew about them and covered them up. 99% of the time, Rob, and I'm pretty sure you've been on the other side of this, 99% of the time the argument devolves into me being belittled as a tinfoil hat wearer or a fucking dipshit, right? The best part about this, hold on, I need to pause you. The best part about this is seeing you look down at your notes in between. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I have notes. Oh, like, man. Oh, Rob, anytime Jeff gets fired up on something, he scribbles out a furious <laughs> Unabomber-style manifesto. And we're not talking notes on his phone. We're talking like a yellow Oh, yeah, it's legal a legal pad. pad. So before, before he launches into this, uh, I would like to know everybody else's take on this first before he... Because clearly you all feel that he's out of his mind. Because he's so fired up about it. I don't know if I've ever taken a stance on this before. I don't know if I've ever called you an idiot for thinking that it's aliens possible. exist. Well, it's po- I mean, that was my take on it, was that it was possible, Jeff. It okay. wasn't, okay. It wasn't okay. like, I wasn't on either side of it. I just, like, I mean, I watch Agent Aliens, and I'm like, these fucking guys are insane. Uh, I'm talking countless arguments, dorm room arguments, homie arguments. My brother used to call me a fucking retard based on this shit. I'd be ridiculed endlessly about this. I've read alien uh, conspiracy theory books and not only, not only is it true, the fucking Pentagon backed it up. They backed it up. Backed this is, up, this backed is it up how? 
they admitted that they have they admitted that they've been studying aliens for a while and that they have um materials that could be made from alien aircraft that doesn't that has nothing that doesn't confirm anything that's your confirmation it was reported in the New York. What do you well, hold on? It was reported in the I'm New York Times. The possibility of it. I've been studying the possibility of a lot of things too. It doesn't mean that they fucking exist. The, the former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid admitted that that the Pentagon has have has agencies in it that are investigating UFOs. Okay, again, been, again, that's an investigation. That's not admitting that it exists. They're investigating. A, so, okay, okay, so if some foreign object exists, right? Yeah, I would hope that the government figures out what the fuck is going on. That doesn't mean that they're, you're making a leap to confirming the existence of aliens. And I hope you got a source or proof to back it up other than they confirm that they're investigating it. Because that doesn't mean anything. I could be investigating the fact that you have two penises. It doesn't mean you do. Joke's on not. you. I have zero state. penises. Okay. <laughs> so this, this is this I is what a man says. I got two of them this on my butt right now. Times report: Mr. Reed, Harry Reed, the former Democratic senator from Nevada, who pushed for funding for the earlier UFO program, ah, majority so leader, said he believed the crashes of vehicles from other worlds had occurred, and that retrieved materials had been studied secretly for decades, often by aerospace companies under government contracts. That is a that is a former senator admitting that they that there's secret yeah. there's agencies that are studying this. Read the sentence again slowly. Just read it to me. I'm going to show you every part of this that doesn't prove anything. Go ahead, read it again. Okay, Mr. Reed, the former Democratic senator from Nevada who pushed for funding one earlier. <laughs> So he pushed for funding for this. So, of course, his legacy is going to have something to do with the fact whether or not he wasted a ton of fucking money on it. Go ahead. Okay. When he was the majority leader, said he believed that crashed vehicles. He believed. It's just an opinion. Go ahead. From other worlds had occurred and that retrieved materials had been studied secretly for decades, often by aerospace companies under government contracts. Okay, so there are, what, 20,000 satellites in orbit with pieces of metal and shit that can fly here from space. So, of course, they're probably studying it. He didn't say or confirm that they found something that was alien. They're just studying shit that falls out of the fucking sky, which they should, but that's not confirming anything. You're not but confirming I did. that there's a fact. And I believe that there's life out there. I do. I don't believe that it happened and they're just covering it up just because they found a fucking bent piece of metal that flew out of the sky. Oh, that must be from an alien craft. Look at how many goddamn satellites there are out there. Look how much junk is flying through fucking space. Sure shit's going to hit our atmosphere and land here. You've just been robbed. I did see okay. something, though, Jeff. Okay. That, that, also, also uh, in well, hold report. on, Jeff, because I'm trying to stick up for you. I did see something about how they confirmed that there are otherworldly crafts. And I think it might have been quoted by Marco Rubio who said this either came from another planet, another world, or our enemies in China and Russia have leapfrogged and made technical, technological advances so extreme that they are baffling us. And in that okay. weird scenario, it does seem like, uh, a far, like a, an 
interstellar spacecraft might be more realistic than the Russians or the Chinese just like triple lapping us on tech. Well, I'd like to first of all know what Marco Rubio is fucking talking about because, you know, no one looks to him for science or I would like to hear what Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks about it. That's what let's let's hear what someone with a fucking brain that understands science and 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 space. Yeah, has he weighed in yet, Jeff? He, what are you talking? He doesn't work for the government. Like like Harry Reid, <laughs> Senator Reid, and Marco Rubio have government intel, and he's saying that they have it and that they're studying it. <laughs> I love watching Jeff get all flustered. Yeah. Marco Rubio, didn't he just uh, tweet out um, condolences and, and put the wrong photo of the wrong human being? That just happened. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Furthermore, in the article, I Mr. Davis is talking about moron. his credibility. Yeah, you, you, you're using Marco Rubio as a gauge to of, of. I'm supposed to listen to Marco Rubio. That's the guy. That's the guy. Like, give me a okay. Bring me some one of these people that's that have been studying it. And we, let we don't book interviews. Show me the fucking piece. <laughs> show me the piece of metal. No, not you. <laughs> show me the piece of metal. Show me what's so advanced. Show it to us. Then you then as proof. Until then, you're just guessing and you're in conspiracy land still. You still are. Wait a minute. I didn't get this off a of fucking Reddit subthread. This is reported by the New York Times. Again, uh, again, all you told me that was reported by the Times is that they were investigating. Well, okay, you hold on. You didn't tell me hold any, on. any proof. There is no proof yet. I want proof. Mr. Davis, who is, um, I didn't take the screenshot of where it had his first name, but Mr. Davis, he who now works. I, I could find the article and go through it. Just, does it. Can you just believe me that it exists? It's on no, the there's a fucking debate about whether or not it exists. I'm, supposed I'm to. saying the article. I'm, all right, so Mr. Davis, who now works for Aerospace Corporation, a defense contractor, said he gave classified briefing, uh, gave a classified briefing to a department, defense department agency as recently as March about retrievals from off-world vehicles not made on this earth. Mm-hmm. Okay, do, did he say what the briefing was? Is it details of what's in the briefing? The briefing is... No, no. Uh, okay, so hold, what, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me keep proof. going, hold on. I can give a briefing Mr. right now about the same thing. It just said, oh yeah, I don't have any. Thanks for Mr. Me. Davis said he also gave classified briefings on retrievals of unexplained objects to staff members of the Senate Armed Services Committee uh, in October 2019 and the staff members of the Senate Intelligence Committee two days later. And and also in this report, hold on, they also admit to <laughs> decades worth of congressional briefings given on this exact subject. Okay, where are the briefings? What's in it? You can have a briefing about anything. They're classified. They're not We're releasing. Having a briefing yeah, about but what now. do the, if the... I mean, without knowing what the briefings say, Jeff, it is a very... Thin, thin thread to pull. Okay, off. let me give you. Let me give. What you are you talking? What? How is it thin? How the fuck is it thin? What I'm saying is that the government has information on UFOs and they are studying them. That is confirmed in the New York Times report. Oh, uh, the senators are admitting that they're well, not well, saying what the details are. They're saying it. they have details. Okay, right. But all you can confirm is that they're talking about it and that there's briefings and that they're studying it. That doesn't mean anything. That's not confirmation. That's confirmation that they're looking for confirmation. That's what you're confirming. No, no. There are people 
saying that they work for the government and that they are giving intel to elected officials, which is classified, that there are an existence of of vehicles made from out of this world and they are being studied. That's that's the information I just communicated. I, I just want to go for a ride on a spaceship. <laughs> Look, I do too, bro. I want it to be true. I do. But you're taking it's a big, it's a, it's a big leap. You're I want to fuck some leap. alien pussy. <laughs> Maybe at least somebody from the space will fuck. Okay. Me. Uh, Marco okay. Rubio, how many how pussies many, do these aliens have? How many? How many <laughs> thousands of people have went on the record and said they've seen UFOs? Okay. First of all, no. These aliens that, got herpes yet? Nothing. Uh, and and let me let me confirm something. Yes, all of the time, they are UFOs. Because a UFO is an unidentified flying object, which means nobody knows what it is. It's not a spacecraft. It's an unidentified flying object, right? It's unidentified. They're unable to identify it. So that's right. a leap. Just a Wait, you're, we're proving your point. What? What, pro- what points be proved? <laughs> a fucking... <laughs> Oh, oh, oh fucking identified. It's an aircraft oh which people don't know who it's from is no, flying around. I'm so glad yes, we're recording exactly, the video yeah. of this. So if a plane flies with no markings and nobody knows what plane it, it it's an unidentified flying it's object. It's a UFO. Exactly. Exactly. And how often does that actually happen? Did you oh, see I, the one over Long Beach, Jeff? Say it again? I didn't I didn't click play on the video, but I saw a thing that there was a UFO over Long Beach. On TMZ. Oh, yeah, there's a UFO sighting in Long Beach. But but there's always UFO sightings, and a lot of shit can, can, can cause that. Look, it's I just want to get probed. It's, it's, not just, it's not just the fact that, look, as soon as somebody, can you confirm the existence of UFOs? Yeah, there's tons of unidentified shit flying around all the time. That's confirmed. Can you confirm it's a goddamn spacecraft? No. This, did you I, I did you guys this, did you guys see the um the, the video that Harry got Reed lo- saying they're investigating it is not proof that there was a spaceship here. Finding a fucking piece of metal that they can't identify, right? That could be from otherworldly. It's that's not proof. I got to say I was when I saw this headline I was surprised that it didn't get more traction cuz it did did seem like a pretty significant report. But I feel like you know, human beings are very visual creatures, and they can say, like, yeah, we found spaceships and spacecrafts that clearly were not made on this world, but if, unless there's pictures of it, people are just going to be like, yeah, all right, I'll click on it once you guys get pictures. Because I think that is when it's going to be, like, big fucking news, is when you actually get visual confirmation of it. And I'm sure you guys saw that video that was leaked from, like, the Air Force, and the Pentagon yeah. confirmed it that, like, yeah, this is real video, and to this day we have no idea what that fucking thing was. But mm-hmm. it's it's in their grainy black and white like infrared footage of like a little right. thing, and you can hear the pilots being like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, and you can't that you know that's that's the part. Look, you 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 can take for proof. You can't go ninety percent of the way. It has to be proven, especially something as big as that. Right. So that could also there could have been a million things that that was that nobody can figure out what it is. It's not like, you know, there's the technology where there's a fucking grainy uh, flashing light. And I know you want it to be true so badly. And you know what? So do I. I just don't want to just think everything is true just because 
they're investigating. You, you, I, I would love to have some actual fucking proof. And you know what? If they come out with it a month later, I'll high five you and I'll be thrilled because that's awesome and very, very cool. Yeah, Jeff. But I don't know. I, how, do, how do we give you more proof? There's, there's people that have seen UFOs. There, okay. there are, there are, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There are pilots. People for a minute. Okay, there, so are, there are pilots. Okay, so maybe what? how many accounts are from a pilot? Three? How many of the rest of them are, are fucking yokels in the middle of fucking Kansas that look up in the sky and see something flashing? Oh, my God, it's a spaceman. I, there's a lot more of those weekly world news motherfuckers, and there are pilots spotting unidentified flying objects. And you know what? They're flying around all the time in the air, satellite debris can be flying through. It comes through the atmosphere. The shit's glowing because it was on fire when it came through because it burns up in the atmosphere. It's a very good possibility that that can happen. Something, a piece of foil from a satellite can come through the atmosphere and it could flash and reflect light from every which way as it flutters down from from space. Yeah, but Rob, the, the, Rob, okay. the, there, Rob, there the experts, recording. the experts have spoken and Jeff always sides with the experts. <laughs> but so, <laughs> there, there's, Jeff, there's Jeff, dies, Jeff dies on this standing that experts are not the ones who should be trusted in their fields. Okay, well, and then, you know, no, all, that's not so you kind I of said. blew out your own argument here, Jeff. Is this no, that's a, not what I said. COVID, is no. this a COVID Fauci shot that he took? No, it was the no. CDC shot he took. Mm-hmm. He, your your oh. voice. We lost your... It's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I have a feeling I can I can translate what Jeff was trying to say. Oh, <laughs> 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 he is so frustrated. Right <laughs> He's like bursting at the seams. His fucking like I'm going to my fucking settings right now. <laughs> We're just gonna see Jeff just like karate kick his computer, and then his screen's gonna go blank. He's gonna leave. He's gonna come back in an alien suit, <laughs> getting like the the crane position. Oh, kia! Stupid computer. Look, I is there a possibility? Sure. Is a lot more of a possibility that things just get noticed that are, you know, people jump to the conclusion. And of course they're going to investigate it. You know, this fucking moron that's running the country now start want to start a space force. You know, there's a lot of things initiatives get started to investigate things and is there a possibility? I mean, sure, of course there is. But this I've yet to hear anything that proves it. There's no proof. There's proof that they're being looked at. There's proof that they have things that they can't identify. And there's proof that's being investigated. Oh, that's great. man, you're going to be so embarrassed when they release those pictures of a 12-dicked s- alien. Hey, Jeff, maybe if you popped out of the chat and came back in, it'll work. I don't know. Uh, nope, can't hear you. Uh, I think if they had confirmed that they were investigating alien life forms, that oh, would be... Alf! That would, you know, saying that they're investigating unidentified flying objects is not saying much of anything. Jeff, if Alf was real, would you let him suck your dick? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, and Jeff's gone. I'd suck it hard. He's off to get his dick sucked by Alf. (laughs) I don't know why my Jeff sounds like Mickey Mouse. (laughs) 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 That's uh, the fun thing about doing Jeff voices. Everybody's got a different one. But, but like, you know, look, we've been since uh, we were kids, we were made the connection in movies that unidentified flying object equals spaceship. 
it doesn't equal spaceship. It just means it's a fucking flying object that's unidentified. Yeah, Balloon Boy was it was a UFO before they identified that it was a balloon. <laughs> right, right. But you know, I'm not saying that they did use possible. the word spacecraft, though. I think. What the? Uh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure are have... vehicles or something? Yeah, vehicles that are like not of this yeah. world. Again, you know, it, it did seem interesting, but like like you're saying. It's going to need video proof for people to really be sold on it. Yeah, just prove it. That's all. It's not like I, I don't. It says he's connecting to audio, so hopefully it works. Um, test it, Jeff. Hello, hello. There you go. You're back. Okay. Um, all I said was when it, when it left that when we were kids, we were brought up to think uh, unidentified flying object equals spaceship. And I also said that all of these things that you brought up, are definitely more than we've ever heard before about any of it. No doubt about it. But again, there's still no proof that that happened. There's no proof that that exists yet. That's the only thing. I'm not arguing what you're saying, and I'm not arguing any of the things that they've already announced and said they're looking into. I'm arguing the fact that there's any proof at all still. There's still no proof. And and until I can see proof, it's still an unidentified flying object. That's all they are. Um, so I just want proof, like definitive fucking proof. And that's not such a ridiculous thing to ask when we're talking about space creatures. We're not talking about, you know, prove whether or not, uh, you know, somebody shot somebody in the street. We're trying to prove that they're aliens. So, yeah, I'm going to need a little more than an investigation. And Harry Reid saying he started a, a task force to look into it to, for me to be convinced. That's it all. seems like this was almost done as just a way to, to change what was going on in the news cycle momentarily. Exactly. Like they're like, we're just going to give out this teeny tiny little nugget to deflect off of everything else that's happening. I thought so. It was a, it was a Trump tactic. That's, I, that's I'm not saying. saying Trump. I'm not saying I'm not pinning it on anybody specific, but it just seems like they released just enough to make it a little part of the narrative, even temporarily. Don't, do you think without saying anything concrete? So let me let me let me just if you th- if they really fa- have something and there really is a fucking spaceship, no one ever leaked that ever. Really, people did. They, they've been talking about it for a long time. What about that guy Bob Lazar? Didn't he go on TV in like the late eighties and and he was a he said he worked for Area Fifty One. He had. He had information on a whole bunch of shit. Of course, he wasn't able to like pull like actual documents or a fucking alien being out of the bases. I don't need to. Hey, you're asking for proof. There's been there's been witnesses on the ground. There's been witnesses in the sky. There's pilots. There's pilots who, who, whose profession is aviation, and they said they saw crafts that were making unnatural moves, like moves that cannot be made by human technology. Yeah, unless it's a fucking big piece of foil from a satellite that's getting blown around in the atmosphere and reflecting light. That's a very good possibility. How can a fucking sat a, a piece of debris zigzag in the sky and then zoom away? How, how does that work? Because foil has no weight, right? And air and wind and atmosphere can blow a big. And I don't. I don't mean a little piece of tin foil. You could have a, a you know a twenty foot by twenty foot piece of foam with foil on the outside that fell off a satellite. That's flipping around as it's coming down. And you ever see a balloon get caught up in a, in a stadium concert, just sit up there in the air and float around? Do you think that ever happens? 
it, I think it happened. It's a better chance of that than a fucking spaceship, though. I I think that the chances that an av- uh, a, a pilot, a naval pilot, pilot not being able to understand the difference between falling fucking debris and another another aircraft yeah, at night is ridiculous. Flashing light. It's not ridiculous. At night, it's a flashing light. He's got the same eyes that we have. It's not like he has these fucking microscopic eyes that can tell something that we don't. If it's an unidentified flying object or it's a spaceship, they're not trained to see that either. He's no differently trained to see a piece of flying foil than he is to see a, a, a fucking spaceship. I just don't. I, I'm, I'm sorry. There's no there is no proof yet. You've not given me any proof. <laughs> there's there's people that work for the government that said that we have we're stu- that they're studying um, aircrafts from other worlds. There's people like, that work from the government that have said a lot of bullshit in the last couple of years and in the last 20 years. There's, I mean, for the last 50 years, right? right? From the government so, lie quite a bit. So, right. So again, I like, first of all, people on the ground spotting things, you cross that one right out. You're talking, you tell me the average American, you're going to take their word on it. That's a spaceship. Get the fuck out of here. That's number one. Number two, um, you know, pilots seeing something that's moving out of, out of the ordinary, very possible. But my theory is plausible. It can absolutely be space debris from a, a, a satellite that's floating around and getting blown around in the air. It can. I'm just giving you the opposite argument to show you that it's not proven yet. And I would love for it to be proven. But I think it's really weird that no one knows about it for so long, especially especially now with the idiot that we have now that would love to come out and just talk about anything other than the reality of what's going on. You don't think that he would jump all over that? In two minutes and have a press conference showing off fucking alien on the foam core with a sharpie. He would do that in a fucking second to deflect from what's there, because I don't think there's anything there yet that they can prove. I just don't think it's proven yet. You've been you've been robbed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I can see nobody is changing anybody's mind on this. So I want to get a quick update from Shuddy, who. Uh, Really, really took pleasure in shoving it in our face that he's a homeowner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been glorious. It has been glorious. And now week. I see you're, you, you need the Puminati's help on a lot of things. Your, your water softener broke or some shit, and then well, poop started flying out of your bathroom. Uh, no, it wasn't quite that bad, thankfully. Um, a couple weeks ago, I got a call from the water company uh, telling me that uh, they were noticing that I was using the house was using a lot of water and I should probably check for a leak. And I was like, okay, whatever. Thank you for calling and ignored it. Okay, whatever. You might have. A, <laughs> I wasn't quite. I wasn't whatever. quite so flippant with her on the phone, but that was kind of my attitude. Uh, and then, so that happened, and then. Not this past Sunday, the Sunday before I was showering and the fiberglass bathtub cracked uh, on the bottom. Mm. Uh, And then Tuesday, Tuesday morning after we did the show, Monday night, I open the water bill and it's $515. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, they probably think you're running a grow house. Then we knew that the water heater was bad, so I'm like, "It's the water heater. The water heater spewing water." And I go downstairs, uh, 
and there's some water under the water heater. I'm like in a panic, like freaking out. I call a plumber. Oh God, water brings geese. There's gonna be Canada and, uh, geese here. He's like, I would bet you a week's worth of my pay that it's not the water heater. You've got something else leaking. Yeah, I the water agree. heater was leaking. Your basement would be flooded. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was leaking. Like the floor was wet around it, but it was a, not, not the leak that was the problem. So then I spent half of my day trying to a locate the water meter and then find the leak in the house. And it ended up that the water softener we have has just been running nonstop and just, I thought my water seemed super soft lately, but no, it doesn't work. (laughs) The water softener has not worked properly since we moved in. The people before us never used it and we fought with it to get it running. And all we ended up doing was just causing a bill. I don't even have a, a water softener. What the fuck? I know. Mean? I can just I'll picture Shuddy Boy taking a, taking a sip of water. You pay me 200 and I'll come soften your water for you. Uh, what it does is when you have hard water with lots of like minerals and stuff in it, uh, a water softener filters those out. Shuddy Boy takes like a sip of the water. He's like, so there's not uh, a yeah, lot yeah, of calcium this, this or is too hard. in the water. I can't even swallow it. It's like ice. Uh, no, we drink. Uh, we have a water cooler. We drink bottled water. Uh, but I, I, have so, a, I have a water cooler that I filled with Mountain Dew Code Red. Yeah, so, there's a lot of shit that goes along with owning a house, man. Yeah, so we had to, we started gutting the bathroom this weekend and took out the surround and all of that. And I've spent the last three days ripping up linoleum. Didn't you hit me up saying you found something? Oh, was yes. there like a Nicolas Cage national treasure map? Well, uh, I mean, in terms of what our wheelhouse is for jokes, it is. I couldn't have found anything better. Oh, it's it was porn. A dick. Oh. Uh, no. Uh, so after we a get the body. tub out and stuff, I'm looking in, in the hole in the floor uh, by the drain. And I oh, like, look, it's there was something in there. And I was like, what the hell is this? So I reach down and I pull out this black pair of Fila shorts. <laughs> Did you shit your pants and try and flush your poopy and, drawers down the and, toilet? And I'm like, what the fuck are these? These are, They're like Fila nylon, like windbreaker type shorts. And I, I look inside and there's shitty underwear. <laughs> and i looked back down the hole and i uh, i was like i said to share i'm like there's more and i reach down pull up another shitty pair of underwear diddy caca gloves at this point no at this point it was i was oh, past the dude, i immediately they were, this these things were so old like if i would have tried to balance them they would have stood up completely and then there were paper towels also stuffed down the hole. Okay, after the first thing you pull up with shit, you don't say, let me get gloves at this point? Because there's going to be more shit? Nope, I just keep no. going. So He's just head. like, uh, Sharon, hold my ankles. I'm going to fish him out with my teeth. <laughs> I'm going to go bobbing for poopy underpants. So, yep, we found a collection of poopy pants stuffed under the floor in the bathroom. Did you take any pictures? No. How did they? I pulled them out and they went in the trash. Who was this carpenter that couldn't stop shitting their pants? 
No, well, what happened was apparently at some point there was a leak in that bathroom. So right next to the toilet, they cut a hole in the wall to patch the leak mm-hmm. and never put anything over the hole. So somebody shit themselves and while sitting on the toilet, stuffed their poopy pants down the <laughs> hole. I would fucking move. I would move like immediately. I, I, I would have to be gone. I would be, I would be so out of there. Shuddy, if I you would... could like carbon date them, what, what era, what decade would you put them in? I mean, they've had to be within the last 10 years. It didn't taste as bitter as it usually does, so. They were old. <laughs> Is there any way they you can. Were old. Can you contact the previous homeowner and be like, guess what I found? Mr. Yeah, Shitty you Pants. You left a pair of shorts here. <laughs> hey, are these uh, your skid marks? You want these back? Man, so... Like, who the fuck does that? I mean, I used to hide my poopy underpants when I was a kid. These were adult size clothing. These weren't children's clothing. Yeah, if you're a man... If they were kids' clothes, I would understand that. Like, why not just throw them away? If you're a man, you you shit your pants, you scrape the nuggets out, and then you throw them in the wash. Yeah. You don't seal them up behind the wall like a dead body. So after you washed them, did they fit, Shani? No, they got <laughs> thrown out. I truthfully, I was investigating the Fila shorts initially because I thought maybe if they were washed. Oh! But then when the poopy pants were fat, when the poopy underpants were fat, gross like, bastard. That's when I checked out. Like, wait, hold on, this still it still could be pudding. Let me give it a old scratch and sniff. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying is that. If there was no shit, and you might have considered washing them and wearing them. I would have consulted uh, my smarter half and asked her if, if they could be saved. Waste and not, want not. She would have told you to throw them out. Yes. Being the smarter half. Yeah. So it really would not have gotten as far as me wearing them. But, I mean, I was relatively high at that point because we... I had finished using the power tools so I could uh, be a little stupid. And Man. I was just like... Only fucking Shuddy Boy would like find mystery clothes behind a wall and be like, yeah, I wonder if these are my size. <laughs> so when you found yeah. the poopy underpants, was, how much poop was in them? It couldn't have been like a full turd, but was it like a big skid mark? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was big skid marks all, like all down the back. Oh, so someone took like a full diarrhea shit. It had to be. They had to be drunk. That explains why you wouldn't throw it in the garbage or something. Because if you're fucking smashed and you shit your pants, you throw it somewhere we can hide it. And that's weird. Maybe that he it... was a fat kid. And he was embarrassed. It was probably a kid. <laughs> yeah, and his parents. He probably came home drunk, shit his pants, didn't want his parents to see it. So he, he threw it in the hole. And Shuddy would eventually stick his bare hands in multiple times. He takes his stuff out. And you know what? That kind of like. So you found old poopy pants, and they must have not smelled right. No, they didn't. But so at that, some point, they had to. That at leads me point. to a random brain question. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random, random brain, brain question. question. How long do you think it takes for a turd to stop smelling? As soon as it dries out. 72 hours. Wait. Uh, I'll go six weeks. Wow, that's a long time. No, I I can I can actually my poopy's moist. 
I can actually, <laughs> I can confirm this, actually. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. Great. You'll now see. this bit's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> see, behind me is my black cat here. And my black cat has a lot of fur. And she gets these dingleberries that stick to her ass. But she, she doesn't let me cut them off. So I can't get to them. She's just got, like, so, predator drains. So, yeah, so on the first day or so, they fucking stink horribly. And I can't, get, I can't get to her. I can't get to her. She's trying to get it off. By day two, it doesn't really smell that much anymore. By day three, it's just a dried up thing, and it eventually comes off. But those are so, cat turds. We got to do this uh, with human poop. That's true. That's a good point. Because I, I, I found, you know, I, I live adjacent to Poop Slime Alley which got its name because you never know what the mystery fluid is. It could be poop. It could be slime. I one time passed a pile of poop that was no doubt human. And it kind of looked like the poop emoji. Like it was your traditional standard swirled poop. And I, w- I remember seeing it. And I'm like, oh, man, I must have just missed that guy. And then a couple days later, I walked by it again when I went to go to the supermarket. And I'm like, oh, man, that fucking turd is still there. It stayed outside. I've never seen this before. A, a pile of human poop went from a full turd, and I watched it slowly wither over time to nothingness. Like the elements just destroyed it, or flies came and ate it. But either way, it took a long time, and that poop was gone. But I'm talking about like inside, outside of the elements. If I took a dump on the floor of my living room and just left it there, at what point could a stranger walk into my house, not see the turd, but also not smell it? Six weeks. I answered it already. All right, poop on your floor, Jeff. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? How about this, Jeff? Why don't you shit in a Chinese container with it open and just leave it in the corner of your house and, and do the experiment? But out Is of the Chinese? reach of the dog. Yeah, like a Chinese food container. Like, those... like the white boxes. Yeah, the I'm... takeout. Fried rice box. No, like a soup thing. I guess you could use a fried rice box. Oh, have you ever seen the size of my turds? I'm going to need a salad bowl. Moving around with chopsticks. (laughs) No. No, I'm going to pass this responsibility off to Shuddy. Nope. Oh, you are Captain Poop. He's already dealt with poop. He's experienced. (laughs) I can't believe you were fishing that shit out fucking barehanded. Dude, that's disgusting. So was it just one pair of poopy drawers, or was it a treasure drawer? It was shorts with poopy drawers in them, then another pair of poopy drawers. And then poopy paper towels. <laughs> I'm not like these guys, Shuddy. I'm not going to underestimate you. I fully expected you to. It was just, it, it was not, shit. it was in the heat of the moment. And my smarter half was telling me to stop. And I just I feel kept like, going. And then she was like, no, Shuddy, don't eat them. Correct me if I'm wrong, but heat of the moment decisions is not maybe your strong suit? It is not. Nope. Nope. Sometimes I'm a little fiery. No. One time, I remember we were in New York City, and we walked out of this pizza place, and Shuddy, like a little kid with an ice cream cone, his pizza just slides right off the plate and lands cheese down on the sidewalk, and he's like, five second rule. (laughs) And he picks it up, and then he's looking around, and we're all like, "Uh uh-uh. Do not do it, Shuddy. He's like, are you sure? It might be funny. And we're like, look, Shuddy, I love a good gag as much as the next guy. He, he just wanted to eat the pizza. I, I'm pretty sure if you eat that piece of pizza, you're a fucking dead man. Uh, yeah, I think you told me I would get AIDS. That's a good possibility. Yeah. <laughs> now it's COVID. Lesser death rate. You, you might have made it through. 
I just, sure. when I when I bought this house, um, you have to get a house inspected, you know, um, just to make sure. And I have a crawl space attic in one of the areas. Sure. And the guy went on went up there to inspect it, and he comes down. I don't own the house yet, and he says, "Well, there's feces up there, but it is larger than that of a raccoon." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is it?" He's like, I don't know, but it's bigger than raccoon feces. So I'm like, you see like a fucking dude just shit in the attic? He's like, I don't know, but it's it's up there. I have not gone up in that crawl space. No. <laughs> I've not it's it's just the, the thing's been sealed. There could be families living up there and I don't even know about it. How long ago did was that turd found? How long ago was this? Oh, it's like twenty years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Dude, so somebody <laughs> so my parking space is like there's a row of I, I live on like a strip of apartment buildings and poop slime alley runs behind all of them. And a lot of the parking spaces are set in poop slime alley. Some of them have gates that go down. Most of them don't. Mine does not have a gate. And some of them are like a big strip of like multiple cars all parking next to each other. And there's like these support beams. I have a car parked in one that can fit four cars to like, par- like stacked stack parking. Can fit four cars, so I have two. The person next to me has two, and it's it's walled in. So that's like the most secluded parking space of Poop Slime Alley. People like to smoke crack, shoot heroin, jack off, and take shits there. Nice and all one night's fun. I, all the same person. I I went in one day and I could have sworn like in the corner of my parking space there was a turd, and I'm like, that looks like a fucking turd. And it was a little dark, and I was in a hurry, and I'm like, this is a problem for another day. So I get in my car, and when I shut the door, the slamming of the car door made a big fucking cloud of flies shoot up in front of my car. Uh. <laughs> so I, I backed out, and I'm not touching that fucking thing. So that turd sat there. It's still there. But I noticed that after like a week, the turd got smaller, but there was like a large grease stain on the asphalt underneath it. And then at some point, someone just threw a mask over it. <laughs> so that turd is probably like the size of a pebble, if anything, now. Yeah. No, I'm not going up there. I don't care. I'm just never going. There. Like if I was shutty and I found that those pants, I would, I would sell the house the next day. Do you have like any landmark episodes of the hole coming up? Like, are you about to hit like a big milestone number? We're getting close to three to three hundred. Actually, we just the next one we're doing uh, tomorrow night. When does this come out? It, it'll release tonight. Most people get it tomorrow morning. Yeah. So Tuesday, um, we have uh, Jim O'Hare from Parks and Recreation on. Fuck yeah, next. Jerry! Jerry, Jerry, Terry, Larry, Gergich. Um, so he'll be on tomorrow, and. Um, uh, that's two ninety two. So we're oh, sure get there. Episode three hundred. You well, should take a. You should live stream and bring a camera up there with you and try and find the turd. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, we didn't. We never even did episode two hundred. We couldn't figure out what to do. And if oh, you that's look, right, I remember we that ninety nine to two hundred one. So I might do the same thing again. I might. I might go to two ninety nine. I might just keep doing it, and then we'll have one celebration and call it two hundred three hundred at some point. Well, real quick before we go, uh, Jeff and I, I know at least we watched a movie. I don't know if yeah, Shuddy did. I didn't get a chance to watch it. So we watched the Amazon movie. Well, I guess it's streaming on multiple platforms, but it's 
VOD movie, uh, Dave Franco's directorial debut, the horror flick, The Rental. Mm -hmm. Have you heard anything about this, Rob? No. I did watch Palm Springs uh, the other day, which is another Amazon Direct, I believe. Oh, no, it's Hulu. Yeah, Hulu, yeah. Yeah, we enjoyed enjoyed Palm Springs. It's a solid flick. Can't say the same for The Rental. Oh, too bad. Yeah, it failed. It failed to live up to the potential that it, it, uh, that it showed even like up to minute seventy-five, and it was only like an hour and a half movie. That's 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 bad when you're at minute like seventy-five. You're like, is anything going to happen? <laughs> well, there was just so many different angles and like storylines they had that honestly, and I I rarely say this, but. The movie should have been longer if they wanted to stick the landing on anything properly, which they which they didn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's a rare, it's also a rare story where I don't think you're really rooting for anyone. Um, I I actually think that I was rooting for the killer. Like the killer was probably <laughs> the best person in the whole movie. Like, yeah, there wasn't pr- you know? any character you could really identify with. They all had like scummy or annoying qualities where it's just like, yeah, I'd be okay with all of you dying. <laughs> Allison Bree's character was like the closest thing to a good guy there. Yeah. And, oh, wow. She's in it too and it's still stunk. I love Allison Bree. Me too. And she's super sexy in this. And I'm, I've been a fan of her since Community. I like her a lot. But I just feel like, I don't know, the story was a little whack. Like it's got a kind of a cool premise. Like they. This um, couple and the dudes are are brothers. They take their significant others with them to uh, you know a weekend getaway at this beach rental house, like an Airbnb. And then they start like getting the suspicion that someone's spying on them, and some weird shit happens. And it takes a long time for things to kind of get moving. They it, it's mostly spent just on the drama between the four of them, and then mm. weird shit starts happening. And it's like okay, okay. But there wasn't really that much of a satisfying payoff. Like, I like some of the stuff that happens, like some of the decisions they made. But I feel like, unless I miss something, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, there was like a huge portion of that plot that I feel like they just passed on altogether. Like, when it was over, I was like, well, that can't be the end, right? They didn't explain something (laughs) that's pretty major. I'm trying my best to not give any spoilers here, but I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? What is this? I'm still I'm I'm still wondering what that guy did for a living. Him and his that girl who was his partner. Yeah, that was my point is that it should have been like 30 minutes longer because there was a lot of like there was just a major plot hole or uh yeah, major plot you hole. Just, you, just, you guys have me thinking of two like two specific movies come to mind where you know, they're classic films but the first like forty five minutes to an hour is just fucking brutal. Before you, and, but the payoff becomes so good. And the two that I'm thinking of is one is the Deer Hunter, which starts with a fucking forty minute wedding, which just could didn't even have to be part of the movie and could could have been totally cut out, and it still would have been great. But the rest of the movie is so good. And the second one is The Exorcist, which until the shit goes down, is slow, like real slow. It's been a long time since I've seen The Exorcist. I, I remember renting it when I was younger because I was terrified of horror movies. Growing up, like I, I shared a room with my uncle who's kind of always been more of like a big brother to me. And when I was a kid, he worked at a video store and used to take home the like movie posters and cardboard cutouts. So there was this 
life-size cardboard cutout of Leatherface in the room. And all nice. this shit scared me. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I don't know if I could ever watch a horror movie. And the first horror movie I watched was Freddy's Dead, <laughs> which could barely even qualify as a horror movie because it's so goofy and silly. It's more of a comedy. Right, and I was like, oh, horror movies aren't scary at all. So I just went through and binged like a shitload of them. And when I got to The Exorcist, I was like, yeah, that was creepy and all, but I don't know about the scariest movie of all time. Yeah, but I think Exorcist is a five-dicker. I've never seen it. It's, look, it's, it's great when it's all done. You know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a different kind of thing because not much Ooh. happens for a long time in that, too. But, man, is that a creepy vibe in that fucking movie. Oh, like, yeah. Just the vibe alone is just scary as fuck. Yeah, I remember, like, just, like, the... Because it was so like non-traditional, just the I think it was the first kill that Leatherface gets when he just pops out of nowhere and just mashes. I, I, I think it was a dude over the head with a sledgehammer, and then his body's just laying there twitching yeah, yeah. as he drags him off. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh <laughs> my god, that fucking came out of nowhere. Yep. And then there's not like a wheelchair guy he fucking pushes down. <laughs> fucking <hell> awesome <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, that's a, yeah, that movie was fucked. There's some, there's some fucking crazy, you know. Some of those movies I don't want to go back and watch. Yeah, you know, we talked about the virtual reality thing earlier. What I've been doing since um, since COVID started is I, I, there's this app for virtual reality called Big Screen where you sit in this like huge Ziegfeld size movie theater in virtual reality and you can screen any movie you want if you have the, the, the movie. So I've been doing a movie screening every Saturday night at 11 o'clock for, you know, originally it was just me and my dad. And there was like 10, 12 people in it every week. You know, Dr. Steve was in the last one. Richard Castellano was that like it was in one of them. Bobby Kelly came to one of them. Uh, well, you're going to piss Shuddy off. Are you going to oh, invite Shuddy or what? Do you have a VR headset, Shuddy? Oh, thanks for not, inviting uh, me. I could buy one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, what an uh, excuse, huh? But that's what you know, we want to watch. We've been watching some classic movies. And some of them don't hold up because they're very, very dated. And I don't mean dated like they use pay phones and stuff. I just mean the jokes that used to be really funny to me just didn't come off as funny. They came off as cheesy, you know? Yeah. Um, but we want to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre and I want to watch The Shining and shit like that because it really is a cool fucking experience. But I'm afraid I'm going to watch Texas Chainsaw and it's going to be more laughable than anything else. It's dated. I think it'll hold up. I hope so. But the rental, which came out in 2020, does not hold up. <laughs> yeah, it's dated already. Yeah. yeah, it's already dated. Yeah, it was a bummer. You're you're waiting a long time for stuff to happen. There is some cool kills. I was like, all right, that was neat. I enjoyed that. Most part, kind of a stinker. I'll I'll suck two rental dicks. Right. Yeah, I'll suck one and a half uh, rental dicks. But I have hope for Dave Franco. Just next time. <laughs> yeah. Nice this shot. This one wasn't good. Next one will next yeah. one will work for you. Why don't you do a longer story? Let's try there. Especially <laughs> if you're gonna talk about everything in these people's lives. Every fucking bit of and they have like eight different storylines going. Yeah. Well, Rob, it was awesome having you, man. Yeah, same here, man. Thanks so much. Um um I always love doing the show. It's one of my uh favorite uh shows to come on especially now my new setup where i have you guys right in front of me where i used to have a little laptop halfway across the room yeah yeah this spaceship you're broadcasting from is much cooler yeah yeah exactly and so it's, uh, they exist. 
It's not been verified yet by, uh, but there is an investigation going on. So we'll, we'll, we'll at some point. So where can people see like uh, live streams of the show? Uh, go to thewholepodcast.com, dot com. H o l e thewholepodcast.com. dot uh, com. What you can watch every every uh, episode that we have up there. A um, lot of great interviews. I I got confirmation on one today that I'm really excited about, but I can't say anything just yet. Because I, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but it's a big one. Oh yeah, yeah, we with that. <laughs> yeah, every time we we had a guest booked and we promoted it, like, oh, and tune in next week because we have, blah blah blah. I would get like an email the Rob day Cordry before. Rob Cordry was one. Oh yeah, it took years before we were able to get Rob Cordry over. This one, this is going to be a, like when I got Tom Arnold, I got a lot of texts like, "How the fuck did that happen?" This is going to be another. How the fuck did you pull that off? But nice. until I sounds pull like it off, Adam Sandler to me. Until I pull it off, <laughs> I'm not saying a word. Is it Shia LaBeef? <laughs> but but seriously, go to the whole podcast.com and check it out. Um we're we're all in and we're all in weekly on it. So fuck yeah. The last couple of weeks, Tom Arnold, uh Tommy Chong, Jay Moore, and and many, many more. So check nice. it out. Uh, and if you need more MSPH in your life, please I advise you go to patreon.com slash um mad scientist party hour. Uh, almost brain farted on that one. Shuddy saw the panic in my eyes, I think. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. For the $5 tier, we do a an extra podcast every week that goes up there. It's at minimum 30 minutes, but they usually go like 40 to 60 minutes. Um, and Jeff will invite you to what used to be our Slack channel, but is now the technologically inferior discord which is what our chat is on so you can join us there and then the ten dollar tier has all of our individual shows i just put up a couple videos playing ghost of tsushima on ps4 jeff's got a really funny new snack attack with a rainbow cake (laughs) what you should do you should give the discord people to people for free and then if you pay you don't you don't have to go to it (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah one of the perks is you don't have to join discord <laughs> right, right. that's one of the ten dollar tier that you don't have to deal with it uh is this and, gonna possibly go out on patreon uh we'll see we'll see where this ends up might be youtube might be patreon we'll get it figured Maybe out time capsule for the aliens to find something yeah uh and shuddy shuddy and dom drive in the uh sorry i stepped on you Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I was just trying to promote your shit, but you know, go ahead with your with your USB zinger. I was gonna say I was gonna I, I can put that in the poop hole. Yeah, that's <laughs> a time. A you said a time capsule, and I said I was saying so. Anyway, I'll put that in my here. poop capsule. A hundred years from now, some other guy's gonna stick his bare hands into it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> find one of Shuddy's old cum socks. Why are all my fingernails falling off? <laughs> <laughs> but Shuddy and Dom just watched, uh, was it Piranha 3DD? Piranha Double D? Yeah, Piranha 3 Double D in theaters, Piranha Double D uh, on the DVD case. Yeah, so Shuddy and Dom just watched and reviewed that on What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? So check it out, patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff R. Records. At Rob Sprance, R-O-B-S-P-R-A-N-C-E, Cracklin Mike and all. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also uh, follow at MSPH Podcast. I just posted up a screenshot of my interactions 
with the official Quaker Oats Twitter account. Oh, my. So check that out. Man, if that doesn't drive people to our Instagram, I don't know what will. Oh, man, I'm going there right now. I'm going right now. Yeah. Gotten a lot of action. My phone's been blowing up with comments all day. Yeah, I'd also like to propose that uh, Jeff put something on his walls in the back there. Very barren. Yeah, I'm going to put up something soon. I just didn't feel like uh, framing it yet. I'm gonna put I, up, just got, I actually just got a frame yesterday, so I'm, I'm going to tape up some uh, some penthouse centerfolds. I'm going to put a Kathy, <laughs> a Kathy Ireland poster. Yeah, some, some, <laughs> hustler, some hustler covers. You know, hey, you know how I get down. Hey, Spencer Gifts, do you guys still have Chrissy Teigen posters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I fucked that up. I was trying to say the other one. Which, uh, oh, man, I blew it. I was trying to make a Cheryl Teague's joke. Oh, Nobody's Cheryl made Teague, a Cheryl Teague's go. joke in forever. <laughs> you got any Linda Ronstadt in the back? <laughs> uh, and if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. Or if you're phone shy, you can just send your emails to madscientist at riotcast.com. Yes, that, web, that uh, email address still exists, so you can still email, email us there despite... Riot cast not really being in existence anymore. Uh, Just sending it to the void. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for listening, friends, and until next time, <gasps> something. Oh yeah, check check. Poop. Okay. Gotta join up on the Zoom with these fools. I believe they're already in there, so I might join in and catch them mid-talking shit. Click. Look how handsome he looks. Oh, what's up? You have the Jeff... Quiet mic problem. Oh, that always happens on Zoom. Oh, is it? Is it too quiet? We've done this on Zoom before, right? And I think my mic was quiet no, then. Never done this on Zoom before. Um, hold on a second. When you go, you you're running through the board, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me check something. That wonderful pre-sonus you recommended. Yes, go to um, go to audio. If that was sarcastic, I'm sorry if I. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just realizing now that sounded sarcastic, but it wasn't. That it's wonderful piece of shit. Oh, it's um, awesome. Uh, in Zoom, there right? There should be a, uh, something that says automatically adjust microphone volume in the audio settings on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Don't audio do that. Settings. Yeah. Shut up, Jeff. Oh, I I'm can... maxed out. And I'm at automatically adjust volume. So maybe it needs to warm up like Jeff's does. Uncheck, uncheck it. Oh. Let's see what How happens. is this? It's about the same. No. Check it. Poop. And you're running... Um, check, check, check. What do you record into? A Zoom. All right. So, oh, I see what you're saying. So where does the audio from your mic... Is it coming directly from the Presonus or is it coming from the Zoom? So the mic is plugged into the the presonus, and then uh, an output goes. No, an input goes into the zoom, and then there's an output that goes into a USB switcher that goes into 
the laptop. Wow, it's a lot going on there too. Yep, and that's a, that's another thing you rec- you like you hooked us up with, and they don't make that little piece anymore. So I gotta I got to take very special care of this tiny little cord. Are you still on Windows or are you on Mac? This is Windows. Windows. Yeah. There's um. There's an application I'm using on Windows that lets you do all of that cable routing right on the computer. So, like this right now, my mic is going through my music software, so I can put a little poomph on it. But it actually sounds better than it first did when you joined. I'm looking at... Oh, okay, yeah. So it is taking the microphone from the iMic. Mm. That's that weird little white disc thing that has a, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, I remember a mini input-output okay. and then goes to a USB. Gotcha, I remember. I mean, it definitely sounds better than when you first joined, but... I mean, as long as you guys can hear me, because it's, gonna, it's yeah. recording to the Zoom, so that'll be... The audio in the Zoom, like on the actual recorded podcast, will sound the same. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, we can definitely hear you for sure. Now, right. I'm going to give you, Kevin, the ability to hit record on Zoom, and then we'll both record. Okay. Um, this way... I can also stream it live to my YouTube if you want to test that, but I don't know if you want to go live with uh, the fucking wild card over here. <laughs> yeah, I'll behave. Sure, you need to chill. We, if we go live, I'm worried about you. Well, I'm almost done with my two doses of tincture. <laughs> it's your racist potion, so. I got some tincture for my sphincter. <laughs> All right, I'll start recording now then. Okay. Even yeah, though... If this goes well and we put this up on YouTube, oops, um, I won't put the Easter egg. That'll be some shit you have to actually That's a good idea. download Patreon. and listen for. Yeah, throw it behind Patreon. Um, also, go to, are you, do you have your HD camera enabled? If you go to preferences. This is outside of Zoom on my laptop? No, in oh, Zoom. Oh, in Zoom in the setting. <clears throat> Let's see. Go to, go, go to video and then. Under your camera, it should say Enable HD. It should be a oh, checkbox. Yeah. Yep. Turn that on. Did that make I a difference? Because it looks sharper already. Can you see my cluttered kitchen? I can. Yes. I can see the magnets. All right, that's Every, important. I can see a lot of cough syrup and Robitussin. That's the weed lean. <laughs> I can see all of it. Look at this shit. Oh, nice. That's what I'm drinking. 400 milligrams in this bottle. Should I pop an edible too before this starts? Yes. All right. Hold on. I don't, I don't partake during the show because when I'm stoned, I just clam up and get quiet and I turn into an observer, which doesn't really bode well when you're and doing a podcast. That's where I, that's the niche I fill. That won't happen to me. Don't worry. This I one. Just, I just get giggly. This is the new weed lean. This is the mm-hmm. peach one. This bottle is 800 milligrams in one bottle. Jeez. So what do you, how much do you drink of that? <laughs> Dude, cap. I, I just stocked up because I'm like, well, COVID cases are spiking again. Seems like no fun for the foreseeable future. I'm just going to stockpile weed lean. And I got a bottle of each flavor. This should keep me covered until 2025. I'm the biggest fucking lightweight on planet Earth. I just need one, one and a half droppers full of this and a drink, and I'm smashed. Good to go? Yeah. All right. Um, right, Yeah, let me go grab one real quick. It'll take me two seconds. Word. Um, 
Also, so you're recording a video on your end already? Yes. I'll, t- I'll record a safe, too. Okay. Right. And I can oh. just pop this into iMovie and mute it and then match it with the audio from the podcast. And hopefully there's yep. no, there isn't a drift. All right. Jeff's muted for some reason. It's okay. We can keep him like that. I don't know why. All right. I'll be. Yeah. It popped up a notification box whether or not I wanted to stay unmuted. And it was a tough one. I don't know if you guys saw my face, but I, well, I was it, struggling. I decided to come back on. It's good we good. all didn't vote on that. Um, right. <laughs> well, you don't count. All right. The three of us would vote. All right. How about that. I bet you I count more than you, even though you've done 300 episodes. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back. Well, you're not, you're not on the goddamn artwork. That's true. I'm so proud. <laughs> he's barely on the artwork. <laughs> no, he's on the artwork. All right. I'll be right back, Kev. All right. Come on. Please give me that. I'm artwork certified. Are we recording? He is recording. Yes. Mr. Now, Kevin, on the artwork won't. who doesn't know how the show functions. Uh, it won't compress or save the video until you close, until you end, leave the meeting. Yeah. (sighs) Fucking hot. Fucking hot. Like I said, I have a Zoom subscription, so we can do this whenever we want if it goes well. I feel like I need, like... Like, Rob has cool shit. It looks like he's in a spaceship that has guitars and stuff. And I look like I'm in um, a hoarder's kitchen. Dude, two LED lights. That's all that is that makes it look cool. Is the two fucking blue little lights I have behind. Maybe I need to pimp my kitchen. Got a watermelon ring. Why don't you sit at your... You have your work stuff set up at your main chair, right? Yeah, and to switch it all out, like... There's such an intricate nest of wires connecting yeah. this whole thing. Sometimes if I move stuff around or bump something, we get that fucking annoying clicking, staticky hissing thing that I can't get rid of for 45 minutes. So I don't want to so risk you have a cool background for the show that for the Ellis show. I mean, cool if you count a Shaun of the Dead and a Castlevania poster and a fucking rack of dvds cool well you're looking at a batman blow mold light and mondo marvel posters in my background there is um hold on check this out Here, yeah maybe i should it. fuck with some of the backgrounds i'm gonna pull up some yeah. gay porn and just put like a yeah. dick going in a butthole look. here look at this i found um um check this out This goes on the back of your chair, <laughs> and it becomes a green screen. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. They have like a couple different sizes to cover it, <laughs> and then you can do whatever the fuck you want without having oh, to my God. set the whole thing up, and it like folds up into a, say, folds up into a little bag. Fucking YouTube runs the world. They're calling the shots. You really do. That's why, that's why I went video, because I'm, I'm getting... So much more on the video side than I ever got on the audio side. Crazy. Bananas guy. I mean, you're so you're so good looking. I don't see no. why you wouldn't think that. 
certainly it certainly helps. Yeah. I, I, I try to turn on the raw sexuality as much as I can. <laughs> I shaved because I knew we were turning on the camera. <laughs> I said, um, I tweeted and I posted that I was coming on and I'm getting, tell Jeff, uh, says uh, the Boognish says to go fuck yourself. Uh, tell Jeff to invite me to the stupid Discord. I ain't got shit from him. Uh, like this is just in, in the first minute of me, <laughs> me posting it. Everybody goes right to Jeff. Yeah, just yeah, that's the role I play, and I love it. I love and being well. a fucking MSPH villain. And well, <laughs> yeah. wild card, Joe Bong, suck my butthole, and I'll give Boogness, you Batman. You take pictures of it. <laughs> that was, you know, that was Joel Bong that said to invite him to the Discord. Yeah, or you see the tweet. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, because I just, I just thought about having to invite him to the discord he hit me up on facebook and i go into that app like once a week and i haven't been on since i last talked to him you fucking income fucking poop <laughs> you got uh got my cat in the background making an appearance i hope it poops you have just as good of a shot of me pooping <laughs> stop 50 50 all right. Um, sound effects are coming through to you guys? Yep. Yes, sir. Am I still super quiet? No. Nope. Oh, Good. all right. Sweet. It did have the Jeff effect where it just the mic needed to warm up. You have a little foreplay blowing its ear. <laughs> Tongue its it. bung. All right. Well, we can kick this fucker off then. All right. I guess we're not. Right. <laughs> I thought maybe I wasn't hearing something that I should. Well, what's, ha- what's happening? Uh, well, since this is your first show, Jeff, you usually um, say, have a catchphrase. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> From Los Angeles, California, where the Mad Scientist Party are. <laughs> the hell we got on the artwork? <laughs> <laughs> 